is the Emergency Medical Minute. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about a study that, that was printed in Annals of Emergency Medicine this last month, and it has to do with people coming to the emergency department intoxicated and subsequently found to have some critical medical or trauma condition and uh, the kind of the markers for that. So this study was done at Hennepin County in Minneapolis, which is very much like Denver General. Uh, they see about 100,000 patients a year and they did a, what's called a retrospective study. They looked at charts and extracted information from 2011 to 2016 and got about 35,000 patients out of that who would go to an alcohol unit. Basically, they have a, a unit that takes in intoxicated patients. They're assessed by a resident, have a couple of nurses and a tech in there and, and uh, keep an eye on them. Um, and then they looked at all these patients and tried to see how many of these patients actually had something developed that required them to go to the ICU. And it turned out about 1% of them did. The most common thing for them to develop was acute hypoxic respiratory failure. And then other things like sepsis, alcohol withdrawal. They had several patients who had undetected or unsuspected intracranial hemorrhages, uh, various other problems. But I think the take home for this for us is recognizing that people who come in intoxicated sometimes have other things. And there are markers that they found that were most likely to tell people that something was going to happen or some be suspicious of it. So basically, it's abnormal vital signs, hypothermia, hyperthermia, like you might expect for sepsis, people who are uh, tachycardic or tachypnic, people who are hypoxic. And then one thing that they, they tested for, really their only routine lab test was hypoglycemia. So the, the hypoglycemic patients, the abnormal vital signs, and one other thing, the patients who receive parenteral sedative medications. So a lot of the patients we have to give Zyprexa or the patients get a benzodiazepine from the paramedics coming in, sometimes Haldol, those kind of medications. Uh, those were also related to having a higher incidence of of developing or masking problems that required ICU admission. So those patients, 1% most likely thing they were to get would be intubation. So of the 1% that went to the ICU, probably two-thirds of them got intubated because of hypoxia or acute respiratory failure. And then the other most common thing was sepsis and then uh, intracranial hemorrhage. So I think it just behooves all of us to remember they all look intoxicated. They all are. And, and the average uh, level of intoxication by breathalyzer for these was about 243, I believe. So fairly intoxicated for average. But uh, any abnormal vital signs, if the patient has, is hypoglycemic or had to get a parenteral sedative agent, kind of raise your level of suspicion for concern for that patient for developing a, a more serious or, or masking a more serious problem. Emergency Medical Minute is, and always will be, about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.